it's important to remember that you're loved, you're worth it, and you mean something to everyone. Although I've only met you today, mm. you know, it, it's touched my heart and, you know, something I won't forget. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Wow, we're doing it another week. I know I say that all the time, but it's amazing. It's amazing that we live in a time where we get to do this, where we get to catch up, where we get to explore a deeper meaning than just survival. You know, it blows my mind that for most of history, humanity was about just getting through another day. And then somewhere along the way, we worked out how to thrive, how to expand. And I mean, that has its challenges too, right? There's, there's this feeling of there's too much, there's too much excess. I mean, you see it in our body weights. There's literally too many calories. It's this weird bit that when you've won, you actually lose. I mean, think about it. You've won if you get to eat a meal every day and sleep in a warm bed every night. And now we're learning that if you don't have that challenge in your life, if there's, if there's something in your life that's making it too easy, life finds a way to make it hard. And it's so interesting because you would think it's about being comfortable, being relaxed, you know, making it to the top of that peak and then just chilling out. But it seems to be this weird zone that you have to voluntary, you have to open yourself up to voluntary pain. And boy, oh boy, that's a hell of an idea to, to be open to a bit of pain. And what does that mean? And how do you process that? And I guess that's what the podcast is exploring, you know, is how do, how do those of us who are lucky enough to have this, this, this calm in our life, how do we bring in controlled chaos to remind us to keep going, that life is worth living, that that life is hard but it's about getting over it together Woo, we're going deep already LB Robeck is my guest on this week's podcast he is well first of all he told me he's LB he's a dad that's how he rolls so don't put LB in a box nobody puts LB in a corner um LB well I I came to know LB through a challenge he did for a Guinness World Record attempt it was punching a boxing bag for 60 hours and I mean I'm guilty of loving a bit of clickbait you know I I heard about the journey and I investigated and you know the weird thing about me is that I hear these stories but I'm not as interested in them while they're happening I'm more interested in them afterwards and the learnings and the processes and and the thinking behind why and what's changed you know it's 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 kind of like I'm not really that interested in the mind-blowing moment. It's more like, what did you learn out of it? Maybe maybe that's what I'm trying to get out of all of these kind of podcasts. But Albie did it. He stood there for 60 hours and he went to that abyss. I call it that often in the podcast. I I talk about mentally, you know, mentally, physically, going to the edge, whatever that means, and then returning home. It's like the ultimate exploration exploration of your mind and what's what are you capable of you know deep down that's probably what we're all wondering what the heck are we capable of and Albie has found a way like many of other of the guests have to 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 find ways to do these adventures to travel internally externally mentally psychedelically physically 
and look at that abyss and bring home the lessons for us. So we should have our our, our tarding is working, our ears on. We should be we should be listening because we have the pleasure now of being able to sit down and listen to stories and take them in and and to learn. And if we don't do that, then the internet is just a place for I don't know clickbait and all that other junk. It's it's partly what it is, but there's this other digital digital sense that we're getting which is us being able to learn the stories virtually spend time together virtually and that just I think of it like an entree or a dessert that's how the online world has to be it can't be our mains our mains have to be human because we have senses you know sight touch these things need to be acknowledged and looked after in the real world very interesting very interesting Albie talks about his journey so far um, and, and, and we do a segment for uh, Patreon. So if you're not aware, uh, I've just kicked off a Patreon account. And this is a long-term project where listeners and supporters of Please Blow My Mind with Will Fleming can support the podcast. And I will make exclusive bonus content just for Patreon. So jump over, have a look. Um, look, if you don't want to pay, that's cool. Just email me and I will find a way to get uh, that content to you. I don't want money to be a barrier, but if you ever spare 25 bucks a month, you know, yeah, support Will, and let's keep doing these conversations together. Okay, team, that's about it. I hope everyone's having an okay time wherever you are, you know? I don't really want it to be bad. I don't want it to be good. I want us to be just in the moment, dealing with something. That's kind of cool. I, I never want it to be too calm for too much or too hard for too long just somewhere in the middle that's kind of my thinking you know somewhere in the middle bit of this a bit of that and together we kind of hopefully all come out on top thanks everybody for joining the podcast and following the journey but most of all thank you all for blowing my mind Welcome to Please Blow My Mind with me, Will Fleming. Please blow my mind. Whoa. That's the goal, brother. Get joy in your lives yeah. every day. I'm just simply looking to be 1% better every day. I get it, man. We're together on that. That is yeah. mind-blowing. We've got our work cut out for us. It's the thing that inspires me to continue on. Everything happens, and then we find a reason. You just went deep. Boom, Albie, welcome to the podcast, cool, man. man. I I want to just acknowledge the fact that I saw you um, something about this uh, hitting a bag for sixty hours, mm. and you know, like most people, I I, I read the headline. I, oh, that's interesting. I read the the why, and that's where it ends for me and a lot of people. And I thought, no, no, hold on for a second. You've got this way to hack your way into people's lives and to say hello and to get to know people, mm. and, and it's a it's a true privilege that podcasting is so new that um, people are like, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with you and we'll do your podcast. And I started thinking, what do people do to meet people today? It's so hard because yeah. an algorithm controls it. Mm. It's like, I can't think of a, a random way to meet people. You know, there's probably the pub, you know, there's probably maybe the gym, but I've got this way now where I can, 
I look at people doing awesome things and I can hack my way to say hello to them. Mm. And, and I, I haven't quite found a way to share that with others where they can also get that awesomeness. But maybe them listening and watching this podcast is, is a way for them to join in virtually. So I just want to say I've followed your journey and thank you, man, for joining me on the podcast, being brave enough to reply to a, to a random Instagram mm. message. Um, yeah, so, I mean, firstly... All I know is that you punched a bag for 60 hours, was it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know anything else about you. I yeah. didn't even have time to Google you properly yeah. today. And I don't even know what I'd find. And I'm actually okay that I'm sitting here with you not knowing that much about you. Like, you're obviously more than a Guinness World Record holder. How do you describe yourself, bro? Um, I, I really haven't put a label on it because, oh, you know, like I... I'm not officially a Guinness World Record holder, right? Right, so that's got to go through the process of, gotcha, gotcha. you know, of, of collating all the evidence and everything mm. else like that. Um, but let's just say, even though if I if I was a Guinness World Record holder, I'm, I'm Albie, and that's who I am. Yeah. I, and I I hate to put a label on it, you yeah. know. Like um, to me, if uh, first of all, I'm Pacific Islander, yeah. and I'm a Kiwi, yeah. and that's probably as and and I'm a father, yeah. you know, and that's probably as deep as it goes. Mm. Um, but you, you know, that that's it. And Isn't it quite amazing, bro? That like, do you ever think about our parents, for example, mm. and the pressure they were under to put a label on themselves? Yeah. What are you? I, I, what do you think they said they were? Mm. You know, I'm I'm a worker. I'm a family man. Mm. I feel like social media puts incredible pressure on us to label ourselves. So I admire that bravery to say, well, first of all. I'm not one thing. Mm. I'm many things. Mm. Have you always been like that? Have you always seen the world that way? Um, nah, to be quite honest, right. you know, and it's only been of like the past, you know, four to five years that I've actually found myself. Mm. Um, and and so everything before or after, however you choose to look at it, um, is in the past. Right. You know, I don't. I don't. I, I seldomly di- dive into the past um, because, like, I, I have little use for it. Eh? Mm. I am who I am now, and that's the way I'm going to roll with it. Oh, we're going to have these bits where I, you keep pumping things into my brain. Like, when you talk like that, mm. I immediately think to how society is today, which everything's about the past. Mm. Everything is captured now forever. Yep. We can go back and find tweets from years ago yeah. and say, that was you. But I guess you're saying, no, that was me then. Mm. I'm me now. Yeah. And we have that in the real world. But I'm worried that we haven't got the language for that online, mm. you know. And 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 I mean, I did read the bio that you were doing the boxing um, challenge for mental health, mm. and so for me, that is directly related to that. When you are time stamped as a version of yourself mm. four years ago, that can only that can only make you have a negative view because you're not allowing yourself to change to mm. evolve you know yeah. uh, uh, um, I mean do you you're, you're, you're a boxing coach too yeah is this important that you have to tell your the people you're coaching to, that it's okay to change it's okay to let go of yesterday um, yeah it is important mm. um, but this sounds contradictive right right, right. but um, in, in in that sense as a boxing coach you have to delve into bits and pieces of of your past um Particularly for a learning curve for them, like yeah. I used to, I used to fight, right? And so, for, for them not to make the same mistake and for them to learn from my experiences, I sometimes have to delve into that. Right. But that's as far as it goes. Mm. Um, yeah, 
um, but it is it is important that that you know like I, I express change for them, mm. um, and but more importantly that they do it for themselves too, eh? you know, rather than me prompting it and yeah. And what about this idea of kind of forgiving who you were? It's quite an interesting concept because mm. Kyron and I were talking about it on the way here. Uh, I was saying that a few of um, we have family friends who have never had to really battle for much. Mm. It's always come back to bite them. Mm-hmm. There's this adversity that, you know, the negative things at the time give you that fuel. And it's almost like, well, how, that's where it gets so deep for me, man, where I don't know what to do with all of these things we're talking about because mm. it's like, are we actually telling people that you should be staying away from trouble or dicing with trouble sometimes or mm. you know what I mean it's, it's like, a balance eh, I think yeah. um, there's a saying that I read uh, a quote that I read um, yesterday um, which is funny enough like you know ironic enough that um, you know rock bottom built more heroes than privileged mm. eh, you know um, mm. it's easy to argue that but I, I think it's up to the individual whether they you know like I know I know privileged people that didn't really have to work too hard but yeah. they're resilient as 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 I am or as mm. the next person is um, and vice versa you know mm. um, but I think it's just how an individual chooses to, to take the good and the bad yeah. and, and project that moving forward mm. Mm. when you're um, when you're in the ring you know and you're fighting because this is something that myself and many people you know listening and watching haven't experienced is this kind of primal it's me against oh, you yeah. you know mm. um What's what's driving you in that moment? Is it? I'm I'm only assuming that you're doing a lot of training and hoping that you don't have to actively think about it. That yeah. it's just automatic. It's all muscle memory. Is it is it fear? Is it um, excitement? Is it sink or swim? Or is it a mixture of all of those? It is a mixture of all mm. of those. Um, at the beginning phases of when I, I remember when I first fought, it was about not being embarrassed. Um, and I think there's there's this whole st- like um, thing around around boxing or fighting in general that if you lose you're no good mm. um, and to me that's wrong right right like it made, when I lost it made me feel you know excuse my language but really really shit yeah. you know and so um, me as a box myself as a boxing coach or even as a father or you know or personal or mental whatever mm. you may call it I always try and say you know like it's not about the result whether you win or lose it's how you feel about yourself at the end of the at the end of the day like what I've learned in in boxing through my fighters that some of them win and some of them lose but they still feel really down about their performance because mm. they've trained so hard mm. you know to perform a certain way um, so you know it's either you win or you learn um, you know wow so. well that's quite an insight bro <laughs> that's like you know what it suggests to me is that's an insight you only learn when you go through it yes yeah it's almost like the academic can look from the external mm-hmm. and say well the measurements say this and your heart rate is doing this mm. but actually it's more like a feeling which you're suggesting eh? yeah. you have to yeah I talked to a um, New Zealand's um, arm wrestling champ that episode hasn't been aired yet but I was like, man, what's it like, you know, arm wrestling against kind of Russians and Roma- Eastern Europeans? He was on his way to Romania, and he said, my fight is against me. Mm. And that captured me for a while, eh, you know, because, again, I, re- I try and relate as much as I can to what's happening in society. And because I'm online quite a bit with this kind of stuff, I, I see this tension we're in where, 
we're kind of trying to force ourselves to find who's the good guys who's the bad guys and yep. it's very much about um if i find if i can blame you for something i don't have to take the responsibility for myself yeah. and what i'm finding myself is instinctively coming to people like yourself who are you know overcoming these obstacles challenges mm. and it seems to be that you know it's like well the challenge is always with me yeah. and, and I mean is that how it is as a, as a boxer where how much is on the other person versus or is preparation or just about making sure you're yeah. right um, like I, I don't really um, associate it to just as a boxer eh? like, like Got, how I gotcha, see you know gotcha. three you know as, as deep as it gets yeah, as yeah, three, yeah. three different things in my life mm. um, it's more about um, finding you know what 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 your core values are and mm. and what really mean you know what is really meaningful to you and and just find you know finding that being at peace with it mm. and you know like I, I always would always say projecting it forward eh? you know and and yeah the battle is within yourself <laughs> yeah. at, especially in, in the ring mm. and um but yeah, I'm I'm all about that self empowerment and and things like that. Oh, and it's, yeah. it's bloody. I don't know if I answered your question. No, nah, bro. Well, look, it, well, I'm trying to like I'm obviously trying to drive the chat, but yeah. I don't want it to be where we have to answer questions. Yeah. I want it to be that people listening can feel what we mean. Right. Because some of these things we're talking about, and it happens to me in every podcast, I realise that we don't talk about that a lot. Mm. We think about it, but it's one thing to think about it and another thing to say it out loud. Yeah. And so these might be like the first or second times ever we're saying stuff out loud like and we're just getting the train going by that's why I love this podcast because it's it's all natural yeah um you know it's about like no one talks about the fights against you mm. you know you have to work out who you are yesterday tomorrow and the future it's mm. just like who we are is supposed to be on our CV or our yeah. bio or the name on our job title mm. and I just want to kind of be okay with being uncomfortable with not knowing the answers to all of these things so yeah. uh, um, it's interesting and it can be an ongoing chat you know it's not like we have to get all of this stuff sorted within our half an hour today yeah. it's just to you know it's called please blow my mind because it's trying to encourage us to you know just stretch a little bit mm. and, and, and take on other people's um, uh, stories and I guess on that point um, you did this what do we call it challenge this, this yeah a challenge you know so um, how'd you come up with it bro um, like I, you know I struggled with mental health before you know mm. um, depression suicidal depression and, and that type of stuff and um, you know, and I know friends and families that that experience that and have come out on the other end. You know, mm. obviously being you know successful, yep. lack of a better phrase yep. for um, you know committing suicide. And um, you know, like I really wanted to do something for our people. Mm. And when I talk about people, I talk I'm talking about New Zealand. Mm. Hey, you know, mm. not not particular race. Yep. And I said that at the end of my speech. It's it's not about. A, a particular race or an age group or, or whatever that may be it's mm. just all about the people mm. and um, and I, I thought like I don't have the platform um, for that to push the message, message over the line gotcha so I thought about how I could do it my mate um, you know that I that I, I trained in, in the military um, he 
went on and you know obviously changed his life and 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 set a couple of records for burping and I, I always found that quite amazing how one he was able to turn his life for the better mm. two to do something really really significant um, for that for himself his family and for a cause and this mm. one was for cancer then I, and I thought okay my son likes Guinness World Records and it happened to be in the back seat while I was thinking about this and I was driving from here to home right and then I thought man you know like I'd love to do something for him for my children for the people and that and to push this message over the line mm. so uh, although like a lot of people like to talk about you know like oh Guinness World Record um you know that part I just I had to tie it to that to get the message over the line yeah. you know and although it's a, a wonderful thing that I, I did it you know to chase the Guinness World Record mm. whether I get it or not it's it, it, it doesn't you know it, it is what it is I yeah. don't I, that's not what I'm, I was out for I was gotcha. out to, to raise awareness for the cause um, so what was the challenge 60 hours 60 hours punching yeah, punching yeah. And it's just you continuously going for 60 hours. 60 hours, yeah. <laughs> so, the, you know, when I looked it up, I, was, I just I, I put in the search bar boxing. First thing that came up was the longest punch bag marathon. I read a little bit on the dude. I, I, I researched the guy that set the record, came mm. up with it, um, loved what he did it for. And I thought, you know, I don't want to necessarily beat it for the sake of beating it. I want to acknowledge that also and um, that was very important for me mm. because he'd done it on behalf of his wife that passed away right so you know like it was very important for me to acknowledge his wife reasons why he did it because we wouldn't have been here mm. without that record at mm. the end of the day yeah. mm. and another fella broke it and during that attempt a month prior someone else tried to break it but didn't get too far really <clears throat> yeah um, I've talked to a couple people who have tried really hard things and maybe mm. that's how we should describe it instead of just saying Guinness World Record yeah. it's trying to do something really hard mm. because I don't know you know like the I, I try and put it in my head as you know you're carrying that heavy rock up a hill right? and you don't know what happens when you get to the top mm. but it's about trying something really hard and yeah. sometimes that's the bit we focus on right and um, in life is admiring that it's probably why we love the All Blacks so much because they try really hard to be the better and they're already the best mm. there's something really weird about yeah. why not just relax and it's about not doing that you know it's the, the eternal um, goal is to be better um but I then try and articulate it when I speak to these people when I, you know, because I have to write bios for these podcasts and I, I say things like, um, it's like you want to push yourself as far as you can go mm -hmm. in the hope that you'll learn a lesson, mm -hmm. learn something. It might reveal something about you or life or the situation. Mm -hmm. Did you have one of those moments during your 60 hours? Yeah, totally. Really? Totally, yeah. I had, I had it... Um, I think it was like 16 hours ago or something like that. Um, it was, I don't know, early morning um, on on the Wednesday, so the final day. And I couldn't regulate my core temperature and get it back, you know. I, I just finished getting ice down. And um, I got up and I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember what was going through my mind trying to regulate my core temperature. Because after 25 minutes, you know, hypothermia starts to set in then and like uh, you know a lot of things were coming through my head at that time and I was really disappointed in that I couldn't 
regulate my core temperature as quick as I wanted to mm. to get back on track and I felt mm. like I was letting people down really and like you know like a four moment in time I really wanted to quit and it, and if it wasn't for my good mate you know telling me what he told me I don't and 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 obviously jogging through my memory of why mm. I'm doing this I, I don't think I would have got through that tough time really yeah but you know like to me to learn things you have to go through adversity eh? mm. and you know that was yeah that was it well, um, did your mate say something that like you know can you share what he said or as um, a person I, and you no, I don't to. I don't remember right. exactly what he said but he was like oh you know no shut up yeah. you know, and just get on with it yeah. you know and like it's something quite primal. Yeah. Like yeah, it just yeah. Yeah, we I, I know we're we're both on the military, eh? We're joined mm. together and, and we talk really bluntly to, to each other. And um, you know, like and what what our our trigger point is is we when we when we're not towing the line or so to speak, or at least, you know, or performing the way we perform. our trigger point is, you know, like is a couple of swear words mm. and you know like as soon as he said I'll oh, just shut up and just do it you know stop talking silly that that trigger came to my mind and I, you know I, I don't don't know if that you know made it a lot better for me to <laughs> to realign myself but it definitely helped but it sounds like um, for a while I um, explored hypnosis right and and there's definitely something in that where they're talking to a subconscious mm. and I wonder if that's a little bit you know it's like it wasn't quite talking to the conscious you it was talking mm. to that the bit at the back yes and and they say that the subconscious needs to be communicated to uh, at the level of like a five-year-old right so sometimes that requires a bit of blunt talk you know and i i mean look man it's just interesting to know all these things right because right? i didn't read that or see that in any of the kind of articles it's yeah. all about it's just you toughing it out but mm. there's all these little waves and peaks and troughs eh? yeah and it fascinates me too like you talk about the the um the background and um military you know mm. and, and the first thing i think of is well what about in, kind of uh what do they call it um regular society uh, uh you know civilian uh, civilian yep. like do you, do you reckon we're like a bit too soft is that why is that why we are um, so easily susceptible to feeling sad because we don't have someone saying and look it's a very fine line i get mm. it you because you also we're guilty of being too tough on each other right yes, and yeah. calling each other out and you're this and yep. you're that but just having someone say look stop stop it Hmm. Carry on. I wonder if that training kind of came yeah, up. For definitely you. Yeah, definitely plays a, a plays a huge role in it. Eh? Mm. Um, I mean, I, I'd hate to imagine, you know, what I'd be like if I didn't join the military. Mm. Um, but I like, I don't know. Like, I do find that there is a separation to some sorts, but then also, I don't find that. You mm. know what I mean? Like, mm. yeah. I definitely thrive of it if someone tells me, you know, you got to do it this way mm. and do it now, and and leadership by intent. You know, like I I find that quite attractive, and yeah. I'll definitely be more receptible, receptive to it, yeah. and, and and tend to dig out a little bit more. When did you join? Um, is it the Navy? Yeah, Navy. Yeah. Were you a young dude? Yeah, I was uh, in January um, two thousand three. True. Yeah, so I was eighteen at that time. Um, I was meant to join when I was seventeen, mm. but. 
Yeah. I really wanted to join the army, eh? <laughs> and my mother and my father said, no, you're going to join the Navy. True. Um, and, yeah, the rest is history. Mm. Yeah. Is it um, scary when you um, start something like that? Yeah, it was. I, I still remember it, eh? Yeah. You know, like, um, I just remember walking through the doors and, you know, the, there's these, these big men wearing, like, tight shorts and tight tops. And I'm like, what? What did I get myself into, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm grateful for it. Like these guys that took me through training that I idolized, you know, growing, growing up in the military. Um, my best, you know, one of my good mates, you know, some of my good mates these days. One guy I actually trained for a fight. And yeah, it's, 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 really, it's really good, you know, like uh, you, you have this bond that, you know, like you won't talk to each other for five years. And it was like yesterday you just caught up. You know, if you were to catch up after five years, yeah, mm. it's great. Um, <laughs> like uh, when I meet people who come from a, an environment of discipline, mm. which uh, you know, I live a very sedentary life. You right. know, it's like my hobby is this, right? So it's not like I'm lifting heavy things or doing hard things. I mean, they're hard some ways, but they're mentally hard, mentally, right? They, yeah. they keep me challenged because I'm um, going into these unknown scenarios and you just got to like float your way through. But there's something about discipline which I struggle with and I, and, and I know I am like a lot of people, right? Mm. There's a certain, um, for many people in New Zealand, you know, it's a, it's been a reasonably good upbringing. Okay, there's some adversity along the way, but for the most part, you didn't have to do go through too many terrible things and what that produces is someone who hasn't been through too many terrible things and what that can lead to is someone who is also not that motivated not negatively it's just like I can remember for much of my 30s I'm 39 now thinking uh, why do I really need to push Hmm. you know because it's kind of gone all right. I have a you know lovely family and I've got an okay job but I do have this thing inside me which is like this is these are the feelings that will bite you as the future goes forward you know right. so I started exploring have you heard of a guy called David Goggins yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so yeah. very fascinating to hear right. about like you know purposefully put yourself into painful situations, situations yep. I don't see that represented anywhere in modern society you right. know it's like if anything the cell for going to a gym is is to have abs mm. you know it's, it's for more Instagram likes and, mm-hmm. and those type of things but you know because people will be listening to this doing the dishes or or in traffic and maybe not pumped about everything in their life so Mm. we're all trying to you know find out what's that hard challenge for us Mm. to like introduce adversity right you know and it's it's just so interesting talking to people who um you know have adversity in their lives i mean you, you you do you actively seek it is it trained into you that you have to try hard things um uh I think it's more subconsciously, eh? right. you know, like after um, going, you know, going through tr- basic training and things like that, where it's like they, they physically put you in there. I think um, like how we spoke about muscle memory, mm. it just it seems to happen subconsciously. And, and, and you know, you, it, and somewhat when you are conscious, you do crave it a little bit. Um, but yeah I, I think for the most part I, I subconsciously go and mm. um, go and look for it you know any tips bro for like you know people like me or because here's the other thing I think and none of this is science backed I try you know so I guess I gotta be careful how much I talk about mental health and things but I kind of sometimes think about mental health as something like a 
pulled or a strained muscle where right. you know maybe your Achilles is not good but you're still trying to run every day and mm. that will lead to you know your leg and your back and your shoulder and I think maybe if we've strained a muscle but we're not sure or we just keep going on it thinking thinking doing doing we end up pulling it worse you know mm. or, or getting a little infection you know if that's a metaphor and one thing I was thinking about with training is they always say, like physical training, they say, you know, don't go out and do these marathons on your first day because mm. you'll end up hurting yourself. So I was thinking about that with mental toughness or finding adversity. You know, when you're training a, a fighter or, you know, maybe a junior who's coming through the ranks in the military scene, are there things that you learn of how to just kind of introduce a bit of hard things into your life where... And maybe it's like getting up early or I just, I don't really know the question I'm asking, mm. but if there's a kind of a few guiding principles, which you can remember learning that didn't require you to have to, I don't know, be able to do a pull up. You know what I mean? Like maybe it's just like routines and things like that. I'm, I'm always interested to learn about how can we introduce a few simple things into our life that can plant seeds mm. so that it becomes part of our subconscious to find challenging things because it's an attractive thing to say mm. I find hard things to do subconsciously mm. but you've earned your way to that mm. you know you've gone through you've trained yourself mentally physically mm. what about someone right at the beginning of yeah. I don't know like mm. um, I, I, I we we work in, in the military now in this in this thing um, where we train at risk youth right yep. and I don't I don't want to get too much into that yep. um, but the first thing we teach them is to make their bed Right, right, and for some people, that's adversity. Yeah, mm. you know, I find like how you said getting up early. I find that really, really hard to do because I I sleep minimal hours anyway, but I have to get up early, mm. you know, and and do things. Um, but I I think you got to start at the simplest thing, making your bed, and then once you make the bed, there's this thing by this um, admiral in, in America. Um, in the Navy he, he'd done the speech on you know when you make your bed in the morning that's the first thing you accomplish if you make your bed every morning you will have accomplished the first task of the day it will give you a small sense of pride and it will encourage you to do another task and another and another and by the end of the day that one task completed will have turned into many tasks completed making your bed will also reinforce the fact that the little things in life matter. If you can't do the little things right, you'll never be able to do the big things right. And if by chance you have a miserable day, you will come home to a bed that is made. <laughs> that you made. And a made bed gives you encouragement that tomorrow will be better. So if you want to change the world, start off by making your bed. And it's just a flow-on effect, eh? And then after that, becomes a little bit routine. And so what... what was adversity at the beginning which was you know as simple as making the bed it starts to get a little bit harder and you start to to subconsciously seek yeah, yeah. adversity you start to you know welcome it a little bit more mm. that's my thinking about it that's yeah. a top one because yeah. again 
the funny thing is we won't have heard you speak like that right yeah. because it was about 60 hours and you've yeah. completed it and wow way to go mm. but it's it is interesting how it does come back to well you know what's important as well make your bed mm. and try it for seven days mm. you know and 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 just get that on lockdown yeah and then add one more thing in too right yeah true yeah, yeah. that's so interesting I'm, I'm really interested about how you said you've got to be careful about what you talk about with mental health well I guess what I mean is opinions that makes up a lot of social media right maybe even uneducated opinions yep. and I would classify myself as someone who has a lot of them mm. but are sometimes uneducated right yep. because because I've gone into this to expand my thought process mm-hmm. um, that leaves me liable to sometimes having to self-correct episodes later right right like I am someone who hasn't traditionally believed in anything religious mm. But after you talk to 70 people and mm. you start hearing some common threads, I have reopened a small part of my thinking right. for the unknown. Yep. And I don't know what the unknown means, bro, mm. but it certainly isn't just science and algorithms. Right. It's something, I don't know, yeah. you know, what, like I start thinking about why do we, you know, what is love? How, how would you prove that? Mm. It's as religious as any other thought. Mm. But then it gets scary for me because anything taken to as extremes is you know you can find bad things Mm. Um, and I guess I say that because when people think about religion it freaks them out they start thinking about well you know what happens if it's you know whatever do I have to believe in this Mm. and and so that's that's kind of what I'm saying is that I might string a few sentences together that make sense but Effectively, I'm just someone who's trying to learn in the public eye. Mm. And that sometimes, you know, you leave yourself liable. So I always try and give myself a little out, which is like, even if it's subconsciously, you know, Mm. don't take what we say as gospel. It's like, I can talk to someone who's expert in some things, but that Mm. doesn't make us experts in everything. You know, like race is one of those things for Mm. me. I'm half Cook Island, half Kiwi. So I've never seen the world as us and them. Mm. It's always those of us, you Mm. know. It's like I went to one family and we ate with our hands and I went to another family where it was 10 knives and forks the world was always never black or white right. but I see this huge push in society to you know find good guys and bad guys and gender and this and I'm like it doesn't feel that way for me but I don't know what to do with that because you end up feeling part of the problem right. when everyone talks about you know we need to have equal this and that and, and look on this top layer I, I get it but I always think there's a deeper conversation which yeah. is like well what do we do if you know boys feel like doing this and girls mm. feel like doing that do we just say no we don't follow those things you mm. know so it gets I'm having to develop a bit of bravery I guess because yeah. you know we said at the start social media captures you forever mm. so I might have a thinking pattern which captures gets captured on the podcast and all of a sudden that's Will Fleming forever mm. you know you don't you don't um it's like I didn't meet you in 2003 mm. so I only get to see the LB in 2019 who's mm. been through God knows how many scenarios mm. you know and so that's what I mean it's like uh, I, 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 how I've been trying to articulate it bro is like we have senses in the real world you know sight touch um, all of these senses and I don't know if we've worked out what those are online yeah yeah so we're going into these things and we can't feel our way through and we get like hardcore triggered and it's like all of a sudden you read the comments for five minutes and you want to fight someone you know 
and I guess that language just is still evolving you know how, how we what's the right time to stay on it how much to stay off it how much should we be I don't know getting involved with strangers and taking comments seriously and mm. you know all these things yeah. you know, so it's, 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 this whole space is interesting for me yeah. and, and it'll be interesting to know how our kids you know I've got little kids well I've got three um, some teenagers and a little baby what's mm. the future like for them do you think about the future what it's going to be like for, for your kids and um yeah, I haven't. Eh? <laughs> I, I haven't. Eh? Um, I just like to focus on on what they're doing to a day to day basis. Eh? Like you know, um, health wise, you'd always like to think to the future. But I mean, like I, I'm just so focused on them being happy, and mm. um, you know, whatever they, that may look like to them, um, as long as they're happy, mm. you know, that that's what matters to me. Mm. You know, whether um, you know, like we had this conversation um, with someone um, that was anti-gay, and they said, "Oh, what if your son was gay?" And mm. I said, oh, "It doesn't matter to me. Exactly, I'd rather him alive mm. and happy mm. than dead." Yeah, um, just because of someone with with your kind of views decided to project that on him, yeah. and he feels suddenly wrong about himself. Mm. You know, like uh, that—that's the way I see it. Is that I'd rather than be happy, whatever it may be, um, and then. Yeah. Do you do you? Uh, I'm interested. You know, from a parenting point of view, sometimes I feel like I'm around them too much. Yeah. So, for example, as a kid, I had lots of time. Mm. I was the youngest, right? So I just had lots of time and lots of kind of people around me. So I was safe, but I had time. Mm. And I always say to my wife and kids now, I'm like, we're just around. You know, when you're around someone for ages, you get grumpy. Mm. You know, so maybe a roommate or just a friend. You just can't be around people all the time, but. I seem to be around my kids for large periods of time. And so I start wondering if, you know, how that's going to play out in the future, you know. I mean, and again, there's no answers to all these things. It's just, it seems that our parents sacrificed, you know, working really hard so we could have leisure time maybe, you know. And now we've got to work out as parents Mm. what is the right balance for them. That's the type of mentality that was installed in us, eh? Mm. you know, like, um, you know, our parents... I'm, I'm 30, 35 mm. and, and my dad is still a hard worker to this day yeah. comes home has a beer you know mm. that's that generation yeah. and I admire that you know but um, like I see uh, you know our, our children's generation is you know the more they that you love them mm. and the more you're around like I'm not around my kids enough and I'd give anything yeah. to do that Yeah, you know like if I was to have another kid now I told my partner that um, you know, she can go to work mm. and I'll do the maternity <laughs> stuff. Yeah. You know, I'll be the dad, yeah. uh, you know, the stay-at-home mum. Mm. Uh, I'd love that. You yeah. know? And I think that the more that we show our kids love um, in this day and age, um, the better. Eh? Mm. And, yeah, and just letting, I think, I, I try and let I'm, I'm not there yet and, I, uh, and I, I'd love to be there soon. It's to just give my, my son, you know, the confidence in speaking up and letting him, mm. um, you know, tell his tell a story and, and his feelings and uh, you know I was early age, in the early ages you know mm. being a parent I wish I, I knew that straight off the bat yeah but it's a learning process oh eh? bro it's a learning process I've got a really good friend and he always says to me the fact that you acknowledge it means that you're thinking about it yes true and I, that's not everything but I mm. definitely think it's something mm. It's worse to think you're oblivious to something, right? Mm. You know, and to feelings and all these things. And and I think you can see change. Like, I can't imagine, you know, I'm 39, you're 35. You imagine our dads, 
if they were talking like it'd probably be over a beer mm. it might be it might not even be very deep conversation but maybe it would be mm. I'm just I'm thinking that's the privilege they gave us is the fact that we can sit down and it's it doesn't feel weird to me to talk like this mm. it's like it's almost it's I know it's not normal that we sit down and we have these conversations but it's not weird mm. In fact, I feel like we're, you know, I was talking about trying to find this new digital language, you know, mm-hmm. like we don't have the senses. I think this is part of it. Right. I think these conversations that go for more than five minutes that mm-hmm. get put online, they're starting to help us articulate what it means to be a digital human. Right. You know, it's this weird thing where. Yeah. We get together and um, we have to compile all of our story into like 40 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. And and there seems to be a huge appetite for that, you know, like Joe Rogan. And, mm. I mean, David Goggins' book, you know, it's a huge audio book mm-hmm. and um, talks about his life and it's like 10 hours, you know. And we were kind of told that, um, well, I guess traditionally we're told that, you know, we like short videos and these type mm. of things, but... You know, and, and, and we like TV shows that are only 20 minutes long, but it turns out we like Breaking Bad and it goes for hours and Netflix and it goes for seasons, you know? Mm. So it's interesting to know, it's, it's interesting to think in our lifetime we're seeing all of this change mm. because uh, I was trying to think about the differences between our parents and us, and in some ways they had it harder, but in some ways they had it easier because this sounds kind of counterintuitive and weird, but. They had less options. Yeah. So they could make a decision easier. Easier, yeah. Uh, and that's an interesting thought, right? Yeah. Because we think it's about options. Yeah. But I, I've done teaching. It's Kyron on Camry. He's one of my old students. And they have so many options. It's overwhelming. And I wonder if it's contributing, again, negatively to their mental yeah. health. Because mm. you got too many options. Options, eh, you know. So my dad yeah. could be a builder or an accountant or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, or salesman, you know, yeah. and it's like, I'll take. Well, with options comes pressure, eh? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. and you know, like, oh, what if I make the wrong option? What happens there? Yeah, and um, it's funny how you see that. Like my brother, um, wanted, you know, wanted to move from Christchurch and, mm. and to come up to, uh, to Tauranga. and at that time he was thirty-one. And I and you know he's like oh you know but what if I fail I was like bro you've got all these options to choose from, and let's just say if you do fail, right, you're still young enough mm. to start again. Yeah. I mean and he's like yeah but I'm 31. I'm like dude that's young. <laughs> like, that is young. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things that is young. So you can start again. Um, and plus you've got all these other options. Mm. He's like yeah and he goes you know but it, it's a lot of pressure. I said, yeah, you look at it, you know, pressure is good um, and pressure is bad in some mm. in some ways, but just be thankful that you've got these options in, in this day and age. And um, although, you know, like how you said, it, less options back then, it's easier to make a decision. Um, but, I mean, if you narrow these options down to, to what really suits you, mm. um, it, you know, it has the same effect. Yeah, bro. Mm. I wonder if it's fair to say any time in history you know regardless what's happening life's always been hard eh? yeah like I'd, and I don't mean to say that in an unhopeful way it's very hopeful to me when I think it's hard for everyone mm. because then it suggests that it's not just all for nothing you've actually got to if you say it's like a fight almost where you've got to fight because you know help me, maybe help me articulate this 
for an untrained person, they think it's all about just brute strength in the ring. Mm-hmm. But you're thinking the whole time. Whole time. You're strategically planning out ahead of time. Yes. So you, you're all in, in the ring. You've all. You're like I train my fighters to think two or three combinations ahead of time. Yeah. So therefore. If you're fighting at life, it doesn't just mean you're swinging the whole time. Mm. You could be strategically planning two or three steps ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, that's good because that, if we rearticulate that fight, because we just think it's such a negative thing. Eh? It's mm. like fight. You go fight, fighting to do this and fighting to be heard. Mm. When I hear you speak, it's like, okay, part of it is we connect, but the other part is the training before, mm-hmm. the post match, the recovery. Mm-hmm. These are all parts of the fight. Eh? Mm. Yeah. It's really interesting. Eh? Yeah. Like, uh, I heard something the other day which was like, um, oh, this is a, a, a Trump thing. So he, because um, you know, no one says anything good about Trump. And I don't really like the dude, mm. but we live in a weird time where you can't say anything good about him. Yeah. It's like if you say it, you're just like Hitler, you know? Yeah. It's like, well, okay, but what if he does something good? So I heard something good he did. He negotiated $1 billion off. Air Force One because he just called Boeing and he said so what if we use this thing cut the price down I don't need that and everyone was like wow no one's ever negotiated that and mm. he said yeah because you guys are politicians mm. I'm a negotiator by my trade Yeah. and I thought wow so whoever's driving conversations in public view what makes them able to uh, be an authority on a situation right I mean, I said to you that I give myself some out because I want to be a facilitator of conversation, not a leader of it. Mm. I'll come and talk to people who do things for a living, you know. Mm. And I think it's more of a fair deal when I can come and talk to someone who knows about different topics. And for me, that seems um, it seems like a nice way to learn, you know. Mm. Otherwise, there's too much pressure on, you know, everyone trying to be an expert in everything. Eh? You right. know? Yeah. yeah. Um, when you mention Trump, it always bums out the conversation. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Oh no!" Yeah. So, bro, what I'm, was I'm like, you know, like, I mean, he, he's he's successful for a reason. Eh? Yeah. You put you put all that presidential stuff aside. Mm. Like, I mean, people admire him beforehand. Yeah, look how many people watch The Apprentice or whatever it was mm. when he was, you know. And then all of a sudden, now he's the president. People start to hate him, but you know, like. I mean, he's successful for a reason, mm. and you just pointed one of them out, eh? Like, yeah. And negotiator. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Just so, we just live in a tricky time, bro, mm. you know? And and again, we're being recorded, so that adds a layer of, I don't know what it is. It's, it's not stress, but it certainly is, oh, jeepers, I made a mistake. And, and again, it, I think it just requires a bit of bravery to be that, what I hope is that people feel our intent, you know, just mm. because you talk about something, it doesn't mean you 100% agree on it, you know we talked yeah. about, you know, if one of my kids were gay, I totally wouldn't mind, mm. you know yeah. and, and I don't care if it's something that you're biologically born with or you get through different scenarios in life, maybe it's a, con- like we're all like that mm. we are all a bit of what's in us versus what we've learned mm. like we are all like that but it does get tricky you know you yeah. talk about say transgender in sports what do you do there mm. what do you do when you can't talk about anything yep yeah, it's tricky yeah. and and you know 
I guess all, all you can do, again, it goes back to intent. Was the intent to talk about it um, and hurt people, or yeah. was it to just try and explore and work yeah, out? Yeah, yeah, so I think people's perception, you know, like they're gonna they're gonna take it however they take it, eh? Yeah. And like um, I, I said in one of my in, um, interview that I done on the radio station, like it is what it is. Mm. And they said, oh, sixty hours is a long time. You know, that's almost three days. Mm. To me, you know, like it's sixty hours. It, it could be six hours, but at the end of the day, it is what it is, you know. Mm. And um, you know, like a, a lot of I said something on social media uh, a month or two ago, and it didn't it didn't sit well with other people. And I'm like, look, I said it, and I posted it, and I don't really, you know. However, you perceive it as you know, and I'm sorry you feel that way, mm. but it, it empowers other people. And if I if I'm gonna look at the negative stuff, I'm only gonna be focused on the negative. Yeah. Hey, so I so, you know, like I if I if I just change one person's life there, uh, that's enough for me. Mm. Doing that whole that whole thing. Yeah, bro. But if it, you know, like if it drove someone, you know, to think negatively about it, and and you are going to get these haters that do that, mm. I, I just I, I've got no energy for that. Ain't yeah, you yeah. Know? Mm. It's it's interesting because I wonder if how you can segment that in your mind or or you know just put a barrier up if it's because we probably are of a generation that had time growing up offline mm. you know where yeah I, I don't quite know what I mean but I feel like if you're a digital native you know meaning someone who's grown up with the internet and mm. this idea of commenting and, and you know getting triggered it makes sense that you don't want to say something that could get you in trouble eh? mm. yeah you know yeah. because you're gonna be getting in trouble for it someone's mm. gonna be like oh, we've caught you you know mm. but I guess you know there, there's probably a couple of years there where we didn't have all this connection to each other and mm. yeah or maybe I'm just um, I'm, I'm not sure about that actually now that I think about it yeah I think it's always been tough to have a point of view mm. and to be comfortable to have the confidence to say look you don't like what I said. I'm, you know, I'm sorry you don't like that. But mm. yeah, mm. it's interesting. Um, what did you think, bro, when that sixty hours was up? Do you have a, a memory of what was going through your mind? Um, I do now, mm. and and it's it, it's the last day, and it's like, um, about how many people came to the gym? Mm. They were inside and out. And different walks of life, strangers, people I knew, family, people I didn't know, um, people that follow the journey, and mm. all these types of you know um, things that that's the thing that stood out for me and was most meaningful for mm. me is that like it touched a whole range of people, and um, yeah, that's that's the thing that you know that that's of value. Um, and it just generated good conversation mm. and the aftermath of that is that I'm still getting messages from people that are older than us mm. um, that, it, that that depression and suicide do, does affect and it, it's at, at its heaviest mm. in terms of the stats that you know they say look oh, man I'm around 20 guys I received a photo um, and they're like you've, thanks for doing what you've done you generated conversation about mental health and it's quite interesting how many mm. of us actually experienced that during our lifetime mm. and we didn't know because we were mm. afraid of talking out true eh? you know and um, I just love that like you know 
it, it, and it's not what I did mm. by any means. People are like, oh, you know, what you did, it's what everyone else did around there. Like, mm. I just, like how you said, a facilitator. Mm. I was a facilitator yeah. of that. And it's what those people did that actually brought, brought it to the forefront. Mm. It wasn't wow. the 60 hours. That's just a buy in. Yeah, yeah. In, in the big scheme yeah. of things, eh? Yeah. It's just a buy in, and, and it's what people done to get here, what people spoke about to get to where we are mm. today. I love the fact that you don't even care if you know what all that Guinness stuff happens because that's the headline, you know, mm. going after the challenge, the Guinness World Record. You're like, Meh, whatever, mm. we're doing, we've done it, we're done, yeah. we're moving on. Yeah. So what's next? Um, December eighth, man. I'm, I'm, I've done a, um, a recording today, and I'm going to put it out um, either tonight or tomorrow. Mm. And um, like I said, I spoke about the military and the army per se run run this um, this fitness test two point four. Um, case you know running we're taking away the running aspect and how you said about this is sounds you know <laughs> contradictive eh? but how you said you know do you actively seek mm. try, uh, but this is where I have at yeah. this point in time is that we're taking away that running aspect and we're burping 2.4 case wow yeah really yeah so what what we're talking thinking about is to get more buy-in in community um they you know get the community aspect is that we run a relay system teams of four and you do 100 meters at, and then 100 meters around it's six times around the 400 yeah. meter track wow so the the minimum or the most you would ever do is 600 meters um so we'll, we'll do that um you know but I, i'd love either the night before or a couple of days before to do 2.4 myself so that um, you know like I put myself in that because it's still for mental health um, you know through that troublesome situation or that mm. adversity so that it reminds me and helps me stay grounded Yeah. and so this time we're doing it um, for stress and anxiety rather than for depression and suicide and the reason for that is because you know the festive season and how much stress that causes mm. financially and, and all that type of stuff. So rather than people donate money, um, I'm asking people to donate food or gifts and run it like that. Take the edge off a little bit, eh? Boom. You know? That's so cool. Yeah. And I don't mean cool in a trivial way. It's it's like, it's taking these bits and just looking at them slightly different. Mm. You know? We still want to encourage gifts. Mm. But how about it's not the plastic toys, eh? Yeah. Maybe it's just a nice, you know, I don't know, nice steak or something you yeah, know something where like people that. can you know um yeah get that see and that's the yeah. bit we're talking about we're trying to articulate these small differences mm. and if you don't spend time talking about it there's no way to differentiate gift yeah. it's just gift yeah. and we've lost the meaning right because mm. a gift meant something different to people who were starving mm. and are starving we should say yep just because i'm not i'm totally acknowledging that there's some horrible shit in the world you know yeah. and and i you know, sometimes I think, you know, I can hear people, they're like, ah, oh, um, you know, all these people come to my door at Halloween and we don't even celebrate Halloween. Mm. And there's part of me which is like, hey, you know, we should be, in, we should be happy that 
these are little avenues, these are little hacks which we can reown mm-hmm. to meet people, well, say hello yeah, to community. Exactly. So we take the commercial bloody what America gave us as this capitalist world of mm. sugar, sugar, and I could see these morphing into little events, you know, mm. where it's like, all right, well, we'll still go to people, we'll still say Halloween, but how about we, you know, share a quick couple food with each other, mm. something maybe it's culturally or, mm. you know, but it happens through what you're doing mm. giving people permission to change right that's what I love bro mm. is that you're taking these kind of um, locked in scenarios maybe that's what the podcast is for me yeah. it's like a radio show and a TV show but we, we're not on script yep and so there's comes a bit of danger with that, right? Yeah. Because I guess but it's, it's beauty at the same time. Yeah, eh? yeah, know? it is. It's a it's yeah. a it's a real connection, and and it's something I um, haven't quite. I might look back one day and say, because I guess the goal for me is a thousand conversations. Right. And after you know, what a year like seventy six or seven people I've talked to, mm. just in this podcast. But um, after a thousand, I want to ask myself, what's my views on life? Right. What am I then? Yep. You know, I've got a feeling that I life ain't that fair. I'm mm. not going to find out. I feel like it's probably when you're a really old person, you'll be like, ah, oh, I get it. Mm. And it's all at the wrong time of your life, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's the journey, bro. It's like this miracle, eh? Life is this miracle where it's so, you know, I don't know. I'm kind of like where I'm at at the moment is it could all be for everything or all be for nothing. Both of those things have meaning mm. because you've still got to work out in the middle and work out your day and mm. just try and get through. And well, you don't know what you don't know, we. <laughs> and I don't know a lot. Bro, well, you've inspired me with um, talking about you know the burpee and all of that stuff, and you know I've got some ideas I'll throw past you. You know, yeah. I'd love to come and facilitate conversation on the day, or yeah, yeah. we could do a live stream, but have people in the van talking about. Yeah. So while there's suffering, there's actually this acknowledgement of why and you know we get experts who know about stress Mm. to come and talk and when they're not talking they can burpee and I can Mm. get my fat butt doing some burpees (laughs) that'd probably be really good for me Um, I ask every guest bro uh, at the end of the podcast if they can share like a moment in their life which I call it blew your mind you know Mm -hmm. which helped you see the world a different way Mm -hmm. you know you couldn't be the same Albie after that moment um do you have a moment which helped shape your perspective yeah um when i got out of the navy Mm. like you know i i I got out and rejoined like um it just realigned my 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 appreciation and my values like i i it cemented how good i had it in the military Mm. and it also cemented how good uh you know how how not so good i had it in the military also and and vice versa you know in terms of civilian world in there mm. and it just it gave me a break um from negative situations um like you know how i was talking if you're the only if the only thing you're going to focus on is negative that's the only thing you're going to focus on right and so that was my life for a little bit in there and i and i just didn't align with where the navy wanted to go and so getting out and then rejoining and then finding my purpose in my job now, um, yeah, is what actually cemented change mm. and, and you know, blew my mind, so to speak, in terms of, like, as I look back now, it's it's crazy, you know? I, 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 like, it, 
I hate to I just hate to look back and, and, and see what I was like. Mm. There obviously there's there's traits of it now and, and I haven't got life sussed mm. and I do say things and I do act certain ways that that I don't agree with and people don't agree with. Um but I mean like if I was to focus on that, where does growth come from, you know? Mm. Um Yeah. I, I I don't know, I, don't, I just don't have too much energy for Yeah, bro. Uh, yeah. That's so interesting. So you you came out of the navy, yeah, and went back in. Went back in, and that's, you know, it's also like, wow, what is the, what is going on there? You know, mm. you're, I want out, and then I want back in, mm-hmm. and you gave yourself permission too, mm. and that's um, maybe we can do another podcast one day because yeah. I mean, there's plenty more to talk about, and we probably only scratched the very brief surface because, yeah. I think in this one I spent most of the time talking about Donald Trump, but um, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you both for joining me on the podcast, Man, and, I thank you. and yeah. um, you know. Yeah, I just feel like there's some there's some good collabs we can do down the road where mm. we can, you know, be these facilitators. Eh? How cool would that be? Yeah. To, if we're going to give ourselves a label, we'll be a facilitator of yeah. something, right? Yeah. Awesome, bro. Um, where can people follow your journey if they want to um, um, track it online and that yeah, stuff? Yeah, on Instagram, Albi A L B I E Robeck R O E B C K. Um, and on Facebook too I just pump pump it out on you know Instagram I love it like mm. it's, it's such a cool app man yeah, it is yeah and um, yeah that's where you can follow it um, and like what my message eh, and, and uh, uh, this is the message moving forward no matter what it is is mm. I, I said you know like it, it's important to remember that you're loved you're worth it and you mean something to everyone although I've only met you today mm. you know it, it's touched my heart and you know something I won't forget yeah bro yeah. me too me too honestly mm. um that's exactly what we couldn't have planned on but we earned together hey, yeah. there's something about human yeah. and that's what I mean there's not that digital we haven't worked it out yet we can we can take a a bit of people and then we have to reach out and we have to connect with them mm. and we have to take the punt that you either connect or you don't mm. but there's learning in all of it thank yeah. you brother appreciate your time thank you thank you guys